Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, just a quick intro here. It's just me. And me. And Jackie. Hello. And we're just going to intro a little bit because we have some updates and a little bit of correspondence, silly correspondence, uh, to read that we didn't get a chance to see before recording this episode last week. I mean, these are all in real time. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be our Thanksgiving slash one year anniversary episode. Uh, we didn't really do anything special for it, but we talk about it at the end a little bit. But we are very thankful for all of you that listen. Yes. I'm thankful for Jackie and Miles, and I think I think the feeling is mutual in all th- three angles. And one thing that we're excited about and very thankful for is to at Larry underscore draws. She did some great art for us. So we have a brand new Twitter header that features artwork of the three of us. Um, drawn as JoJo characters. They probably already noticed it, but it looks awesome. Well, my fear is that people who just wait for the tweets or see it on iTunes, they don't see the header. You know, who goes to people's Twitter pages nowadays? Shouldn't we change our iTunes icon? Well, that's so that's something else, basically, is that I have update, I'm have i updating the, the icon from some stuff that Larry gave us, but I don't know how long it's going to take to show up in iTunes. Okay. So that's part of why we're introing it, is to tell people... Keep an eye out. No, go to twitter.com slash jjbpod and look at it. Yeah. Look at look at the header. The header is the coolest part probably because you can see in great detail um, sort of what we look like as... Um, as, cur- as anime JoJo people. Yes, and sort of what we look like in real life. But you can never spot us because... Um, we're, we're ghosts. Not, we're, not <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually uh, cartoons. True. Um... I'm going to start doing push-ups so I can get my arms as jacked as my anime avatar, uh, so I can cosplay as myself, cosplaying as Joseph Joestar. Yes. And um, I ran a poll asking people if they thought it was a good app or a great app. And some people tweeted, some people emailed with great episode or good episode, and ultimately the poll I ran... Uh, I believe 82% said great episode. So thank you. Scientifically proven now. All all positive feedback because only 18% said good, which is still good, still positive. So we are thankful for that. And if you don't... (laughs) Thank you all for going along with our silliness. Yeah. And um, if you don't know what Thanksgiving is, you should look it up. It is... A holiday in America where all families take one live turkey and their whole family and they chop the turkey's head off at the table in front of everyone. I don't don't think that's what happens. That's what happens when I grew up. That's how we did it. I don't don't think you're telling the truth. Anyway, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it's called, and other places. Uh, Feel free to email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at jjbpod. Uh, and again, look at the art and uh, continue to listen to us for another year. There's rumors that they're releasing new merch for Part 5, which might be in anticipation of Part 5 finally getting confirmed. So we're not stopping, and we hope you're not stopping listening. Goodbye, and enjoy the episode. Bye. But, but keep listening. Thanks for listening. Ha
Hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Cast. My name is Mark. My name is Mark, as it is every week. What if we change the name to JoJo's Bizarre Podcasts? <sighs> what, what would that do? We'd have cats instead. My name's Mark and joined am I always? This is Miles. And who's the last one? Don't don't think of a joke. You're listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. I'm looking at her eyes, search the skies for a joke. No. It's Jackie. Jackie's here. No. So Mark, Jackie, and Miles are back at it once again to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Specifically, this week, we're talking about episode 12 of the TV anime. My favorite number. Oh, yeah. Your lucky number. The pil- and my favorite. Okay. It'd be weird if your lucky number wasn't your favorite. But anyway. I actually don't think this number is lucky at all. I just It's my favorite number, but I don't think it's lucky. Interesting. It's never worked in my favor. Hot take. This episode is called The Pillar Man, and it is the third episode of the Battle Tendency arc following Joseph Joestar. Best arc. Uh, just before we get into it, remember that you can follow us on Twitter, and you should follow us on Twitter, at uh, JJBPod. If you already follow us on Twitter, retweet us. You could retweet us, yeah. That would be cool. Retweet our episode postings. Tell your friends. Don't retweet just the dumb shit that I write. Oh, that too. That's fine. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, you can email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. That seems to be a uh, way that people like to communicate. Longer thoughts. We've learned a lot about the world <laughs> through that uh, through that medium. As Which, Jojo travels the world, so do we. We yes. also knew nothing. Though. Through our listeners. That's true. Look, America is... is it's an entirely different continent. You know what I mean? We don't... America? Ha- we don't hang out in Europe. Yeah. I do. Do you? To visit my familia. Oh, that's true. You've been to Germany and mm. sounds like Italy. Uh-huh. Have you been anywhere else? <laughs> uh, the Philippines. Oh, for that uh, abroad thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made the joke once about studying abroad. Just one broad? Studied okay. a few broads in my... Anyway. Um, so Ubi. let's start summarizing this episode because that's what we do. Um, the pillar man. I don't think that's why people come to us though. They, what do you they, mean? They could just watch. They the could show. just read the episode summary. They come us, they come to us for the, well, yeah, but at, hot takes. Well, yeah. yeah, but we summarize it and then during the summary process, we make jokes and, and analyses. Yeah. And that makes it good. Hashtag content. Yeah. That's the, anyway, so it starts out, I believe, in the desert with Joseph riding his motorcycle, right? What is he doing there? He he's trying to find uh, Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, I guess did did Straits give up the details? He must have. He didn't. No, he him. didn't. He didn't give him the exact coordinates, did he? He, he just somewhere in Mexico. <laughs> so yeah. he's traveling all of Mexico. Somewhere did like Joseph like grab a Nazi spy off the streets of New York and say, "Where is he? Like, how did this work?" No, Maybe. I don't think we ever saw that happen. He, he, I know the last we heard, he was just like, "We're going to Mexico." Mexico. Yeah, he was just talking to Smokey. Oh, is Smokey coming with him? And no, I don't think that's a I good idea. <laughs> um, He's a so little baby. Somehow he figured out exactly where to go. But on the way there, no, that's that's how he figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He figured out the exact locations after encountering Donovan. Yeah, but... But other than that, he was still on his way. Was he, he was just, just riding randomly through yeah, the desert? he was just random. Or was he in Texas still, just on his way to Mexico? Uh, I don't know. Was this scene, it like, just in the deserts of, like, Pennsylvania? Yeah, but then why would this guy know the coordinates of the... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Somehow, <laughs> Joseph is riding, 
and he stops and he's like, I've been feeling somebody watching me for some time now. I should, I feel like I need to comment on Joseph's uh, goggles. Okay. They're very weird looking. They're weird? Yeah. He looks weird in them. I I didn't think they were weird. And uh, I almost didn't recognize him. Wow. My Joseph. My Joseph. Um, Anyway. He stops and he... uh, does he he throws off his cloak right his like jacket he throws it up into the air yeah and he's like where is this person and then he kind of talks about it a little bit more and then he's like well never mind i guess there's nobody and then uh i think the cloak comes back down towards him and from inside it no 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 no, that's not that's later like that's later i think the guy just comes out and joseph's like ah and the guy is like Man, you're good for to detect me. Not even wild bats. Not even bats. bats yeah. Wild bats. Not even wild bats could detect me. Can you keep a bat as a pet? Um, probably. I think you can keep anything as a pet, just for how long and how safely is is up for debate. Okay. But Donovan, that's, this guy introduces himself <laughs> eventually. I'm sorry, I ruined it. But I mean, let me ask oh, you I'm guys. I'm sorry. I thought his name was Dono Bang. Let me ask you. Did you think his name wasn't Donovan, though? I thought it was Dono Bang. I was like, what the hell is Dono Bang? Who right. is that? I figured it was Donovan after, like, yeah. the singer-songwriter. Oh, hey. How did you know about him? I was going to ask. I've heard of him. I've never heard of him. Oh, I think he's just one of those, these, like, weepy 60s folk singer types. He's associated with Jeff Beck and the Beatles somehow. Oh. The Beatles. Maybe he's not that weepy. Well, maybe they brought him in when they needed weepiness. True. Um, so Donovan now at some point reveals in. himself with his butt chin, and Joseph is like, I can tell you're German from your accent and your face. <laughs> he says that? Yeah. I wow. guess it, maybe he has very Aryan features, but I don't think that's how Nazis really work. I think, or how Germans work. I don't think everyone had those features. Well, maybe he specifically looked very stereotypically German. But he could still be like Swedish or Norwegian or I know. Something. Well, Joseph is just like, you look stereotypically German. So I'm going to mm. be like, I knew you were German. Right. That's true. But also, he probably had an accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan, so at some point, Donovan... Wait, what, what language do you think they're speaking? English? I was yeah. thinking that. Okay. English. He says accent, so he must be speaking... Yeah. And not that German. Makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So he throws up his cloak at Definitely one point. Definitely not Japanese. Or, oh my God. Is it... What is the order here? Does he... he what, doesn't, are you, what are you trying to figure out? He doesn't throw needles in his face yet, does he? No. The Explain dude it. jumps and knees him in the face and knocks him down. Through for... his cloak, though, right? Because he throws his cloak at him. Not yet. So, th- so, so. No, listen. I think he hits him first and then he introduces himself and then no. he throws his cloak at he him. No, he introduces himself first. He says something about straights. He says something about straights. He says right, he, yeah, just he introduces himself as SS Commando uh, Don, Donobang. Uh, something about his knife. And then he leaps up with like the cloth covering him. I guess. Mm. And then Joseph punches that cloth. But he gets cactus. Oh, but it turns out there were, yes, the cactus needles in there. But it is a cactus. Right. And then Donovan then jumps again and knees him in the face, right? Yeah. And then Joseph lands next to a cactus. And he has his... On the ground. Donovan has his foot on Joseph's face. Right. And is like, I've got you now. And Joseph's like, no, I want to be down here because I'm right next to this cactus. He says he's lying. He says he's lying down here for safety. That's what he yeah. says. He says, you know, a cactus is made of ninety percent water. Ninety-five percent water. Ninety-five percent water. He's like, which conducts hamon perfectly, 
And then Donovan's like, what's the top of this cactus doing? And the top of the cactus explodes and shoots like a big uh, geyser of water. No, no, it shoots a bunch it of shoots needles. shoots a bunch of needles yeah, into his face. All over his body and his face, which would blind him. And then Joseph implies that he's going to interrogate him. Well, he says that um, cactuses are 95% water. We, and we said that. You said that? Yep. And they're a fabulous conductor of Hamon? Said that. You said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, where was I? I don't know. Like you're, right, you're, drawing, right you're drawing something, I think. <laughs> anyway. It's okay. We all do it, except Miles. Because Miles is incapable of having secondary thoughts. Always watching. He can only be present in the moment. It, it was better, though, when I said it. True. I agree. We should cut out what we said. <laughs> Don't agree with me. No, I, I can't win with you. Do I? Should I disagree? No. Should I agree? I, I don't know how to feel. Anyway. Agree with my... I don't know. Never mind. Your opinions on Jennifer Lopez? Yes. On Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I couldn't believe we didn't bring that up last. I was editing it, uh, I was thinking it the too. other day and I was like, we didn't say it in an Australian accent. Um, Australian listeners, please send us a voice clip uh, if we have any Australian listeners. And just say Jennifer Lopez to us, and we'd like to hear how you say it. Um, I work with an Australian guy. I'm going to ask him to say it. Record it, and then bring it to us. Got it. And we'll just get as many as we can saying Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, anyways, so Joseph then implies that he interrogated Donovan to figure out that Speedwagon is still alive. Which, by the way, this guy must have been like, I'll answer your questions, but please pull the needles out of my fucking eyes. Must have been really I don't think horrible. he does it, though. You don't think he does? You think he just leaves him somewhere? Yeah. That's horrible. No, he leaves him hanging on the cactus. I don't feel bad for this guy because he's a Nazi. I, I don't know. feel bad for any of the Nazis. I, I started to feel bad for one of the characters later, and then I was like, he's a Nazi, he's a Nazi, he's a Nazi. <laughs> and then I was better. I can't help but like Stroheim, though. No. He's supposed to be likable, but it, it is shitty. I hate that. I hate that he's supposed to be likable. Why? Well, it's sort of like uh, no. like Christoph Waltz's character in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Like, he's so evil, but you're like, oh my God, this guy's kind of cool, though. It's like an American psycho. Like, he's the biggest piece of shit ever, but Christian Bale is just, just so likable. Is it just me? Do I Am I the only one who likes him? Fuck. I'm not. I like him. Because right. he's no, so he's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's like you can like somebody and disagree with the everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Joseph figures out where he needs to go. And he says something about Erina Obachan. Yes, that she's going to be happy. He's such a grandma's boy. He's like, I he love tears, it. I think he tears up a little bit that he knows that Erina is going to be happy with her platonic. The real speed wagon in life. Yes. That Robert is going to be able to survive, hopefully. Because then he's like, but who knows what the Nazis are doing to him. Um, and then he gets to moseying on to uh the compound which hopefully he was near where's this compound mexico okay just mexico somewhere in mexico it's pretty small so <laughs> yeah you know there's like acapulco <laughs> and jalisco and that's it um mexico listeners write in and tell us all the <clears throat> i'm just imagining that this is all during cancun during spring break oh okay. mtv spring break please <laughs> is there a german part of mexico maybe um, German part of Mexico. <laughs> Probably not. Alice I mean, Goldstein. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Ch- 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 Chihuahua nicht? I don't know. Um, so we see outside the compound, there's these three or four young women. Um, I don't know what they're doing there, but they're there to bring them fruits and vegetables or yeah, nuts. Yeah, they're carrying baskets. They got baskets of stuff. 
what are they doing there? I don't know. I think they're just there to get groped. And then these creepy Nazis that have like the weirdest faces drawn uh, are like, it's time to frisk you. And then they just like <laughs> start patting down their crotches and they ask these two women to lift up their skirts and they just like look at their panties, I guess. And it's just really gross. And one of them's like, smile when I frisk you. And uh, it's horrible. But this is sexual harassment. Oh, it's uh, it's worse than that. It's sexual assault. Yep. Um, this is the kind of stuff that's in the news right now. I thought you were going to say stuff you like. This is the kind of stuff Ugh. that I like. <laughs> Ugh. No, um, I don't joke about why that. Why did you think that? Uh, just the way sentences start. I, <laughs> I finish them how I want to in my own head. Anyway. There is a anyway. German section of Mexico City. Oh, cool. Anyway. Consent is important. I don't think we need to, to incriminate them and say that they are Nazis or former Nazi compound or anything. Many Germans came during the mid to late 19th century. Yeah, way before. Uh, Unless it was late. No, even then. It's, it's too early. Forget it. Um, and then we see another woman approach the compound. A, a bulky woman. A big ox-like woman. A handsome woman. And it's very obviously Joseph Joestar in drag. Um, with fake boobs, lipstick, something in his hair, and it really makes you wonder where he got all this stuff. Very flamboyant. Do you think this Very is a reference colorful. to uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> no. Okay. Is that just the only drag thing you can think of? Do you think this is a reference to uh, Mr. Mom? No, stop it. He's not, does he even dress up like a woman in that movie? I don't know. Uh, you're dumb. Why, <laughs> why don't you say Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything? What's, um, what is Tu Julie Wong Newmar. Fu, thanks for everything? Love Julie Newmar or whatever is how it ends. It's a very long title. It's about uh, three drag uh, queens and they're going somewhere. What's the one with Tom Hanks? Whatever. A League of Their Own? No, 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 no. Charlie Wilson's War? No, 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 Philadelphia? I mean, yes, but also no. Bachelor Party? Yes, Bachelor Party. Yes, that's what it is. Um, Bridge of Spies? Catch Me If You Can. Bridge of Spies, pretty good. Forrest Gump, The Green Mile. Uh, should I keep is he going? in You Got Mail? He is in You Got Mail. I like You Got Mail. Grammatically incorrect, but hey. But that's what AOL said. Yeah. They say it's You've true. Got Mail. Do they say You've Got Mail? Yeah. You've Got Mail. <laughs> you've Got Mail genitalia. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I don't know. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> boo. Thanks. I just watched Jackie lean into the microphone to <laughs> boo me. She had to inconvenience herself. Um... So they immediately, the two Nazi gropey fuckers immediately recognize that this is not um, a woman like the one they've been dealing with. This is a man in drag. And they're just like, who are you? Stop what you're doing. What is this? And Joseph has two uh, champagne bottles. By the way, this outfit. I thought they were tequila. Oh, okay. They could be. That makes sense. This outfit is an alternate. It's like an unlockable costume in the recent JoJo's fighting game. Ooh. So you can just be Joseph dressed as a woman and every character is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Do you um, want to know the Tom Hanks movie where he cross-dresses? It's a TV show. Yes. It's called Bosom Buddies. Okay. If it's a TV show, I don't care. Okay. All right. Ranger. Okay. Anyway. Um, Bosom Buddies. So they're, they're, they threaten to shoot him. And then he just yells, Hamon, and the the, uh, the tequila bottles explode the corks off. And I thought they were just going to shoot him in the face again or hit him in the fingers. But no, he, he was playing pool. He like yeah. shoots it up into a coconut and the coconut hits him. Yep. He, hits, he shoots up into a tree 
and the coconuts come loose and hit them. And then he delivers a huge fucking kick to their faces while they're stunned. And it made sense because I guess Araki didn't want to use the same trick twice. You know, on the cops, he shoots the Coke bottle at their fingers. So in this case, it was like, no, n- no direct hits. Although if they, were really, if they were really ready to shoot and you shot a bottle upwards at a tree, they would have shot you by then. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be dead, Joseph. Um, and then Joseph's like, I guess they won't be, uh, they won't see through an army disguise because he takes their clothes basically, even though they're probably like a foot and a half shorter than him, whatever. Why does he strip both of them naked though? Does he? Yeah. Huh. Just to see their butts. Maybe he wanted to mix and match or maybe he wanted them to feel molested and see what that's like. Yeah, but they're asleep. But they wake up and they feel like, oh, oh And they're no. like, oh my God, what happened? If they wake up, perhaps that kick was so swift their skulls were crushed. Yeah, maybe they're dead. Maybe he killed them. Anyway, inside the compound, uh, Stroheim is still laughing with ecstasy. And at one point he says Speedwagon's name in a very funny way. He's like, Speedwagon or something. <laughs> he like stretches it out like crazy. Um, he's a comedic genius. So Speedwagon's still scared as hell because he's always scared. And uh, Stroheim is like, don't worry. It's a super thick container. For 50 the bi- centimeters. By the way. Uh, I don't know how thick. I have no idea how thick that is. I mean, if 2.5 centimeters is, I would say 20 inches. Um, I don't know what Although technically it's 2.54 centimeters is one inch. So uh, They fed the uh, pillar man the blood of five prisoners they tell us in the very beginning of this scene um and Stroheim doesn't want to hear about how they how they got the blood i guess oh I yeah he that. goes how exactly did they extract the blood no just let me imagine it yeah Ew, i don't remember that yeah. um but Stroheim's freaking out he's like he's i mean uh speedwagon's freaking out and by the way Stroheim is named after eric von Stroheim, an actor most likely i don't know if that's confirmed but i was gonna ask it's in what? the wiki that's, so it's not a musical reference. I don't believe so. No, I mean there might be something more Weak. tenuous, but yeah. Um, so basically, what they what we see now is that the pillar itself is like suspended in the middle of this chamber. So it's like above the ground. It's just sort of like floating in the middle. Like they have obviously supports for it. So it's not even on the ground, which I thought was weird because didn't they have blood like trickle into it like while it was on the yeah. ground? Last yeah. Episode? Why did they go through all this trouble? I guess they lifted it up. They were like, no more ground for you. I didn't notice it wasn't on the ground. Yeah, it's floating in the air. I think unless oh. they were, I was viewing it through. Yeah, it's very high off the ground. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they're all like, it's fine. And Stroheim says, like, would a child fear a grizzly bear behind a cage at the zoo? Yeah, and he yes. he also I don't know if you mentioned yeah. this and I was zoning out, but he said that there's it's like protected by like flamethrowers and stuff. He said there it was and like, machine guns and yeah. bo- and time bombs. Yeah, which, like why time bombs? Just remote detonate. Like he'd be going for the wall and you'd be like, ah shit, hit the ten second timer. Now ah, we missed it. Like, <laughs> um, none of those come into play. But uh, while I think Stroheim is trying to assuage. Uh, Speedwagon's fears about it. Blood uh, starts gushing out of the pillar. Right. It's squirting ah. everywhere. One guy goes, something is squirting out of the pillar. It's like, it's blood. <laughs> You've been feeding it blood and a red substance is now coming out. Yeah. It's a safe assumption. Maybe it's wine. Uh, suddenly, <laughs> then the body inside the pillar man. Not yet. They, oh? they say turn on the sprinklers. Yeah. Cause that's the solution. They can't see anything because it's so bloody. Yeah. It's right. so bloody, bloody. So they turn on the sprinklers. Stroheim says to turn stop on the, the bloody stream. Um, oh, is that the theme song? It is the theme song. Bloody Ooh. stream. I love it. Atuku like a bloody. And so the pillar man falls out of the actual pillar onto the ground, and they're like, "His flesh is taking 
a human-like uh, color. It's now he's scary. just a man without a pillar. What is he? And they're like, he looks kind of human. And they're like, let's see what he can do. And he stands up and he hilariously slips on the water on the ground and falls on his face. Yeah. And by the way, Stroham has like these beady eyes. Like he's like, oh my God, this is awesome. He has the biggest boner for it. Yeah. At yeah. one point they show all the Nazis faces looking at the chamber and everyone looks subtly scared except Stroheim, who looks kind of into it. He's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, because he's all about like advancement of like Nazi technology and like it being the best and stuff. So he just wants to see something powerful that they've quote unquote created when really they just kind of found a thing. Yeah. So he's like, I'm, I'm his godfather and pillar man is an awkward name. Uh, so I'm going to name him Santana. Is that what he says, Jackie? That's what he or says. Or does he say Santviento? Uh, in the subtitles, it says uh, Santviento, but that's yeah. clearly not what he's saying. Also, what the fuck is Santviento? Because I it's do n- not It know. is not Spanish. It is almost like Saint Wind. Yeah, almost. But it's not. It's missing an O and a space. So. Yeah. Or San. It would just be San, right? Santviento? Yeah, but yeah. So it's just nonsense. The name of the, of the, of the uh, character is Santana. And if you didn't know, Santana is a multi-Grammy award-winning artist. Uh, is he Mexican? I think so. Great cue. I think so. I don't know. Um, which would make him pretty perfect for this. Um, but it's a Spanish-sounding name. It's, it's a really Carlos good name. Carlos Santana is his name, by the way. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. When I'm with no. you, all I get is wild. No, don't do the new one. Why not? Do the old one. Maria, Maria. Is that the one, Jackie? Yes. Yes. She remind me of a West Side Story. That's one of the first CDs I ever had, Supernatural by Carlos Santana. Played we talked about this Carlos the other night. Santana. Why did we do that? We talked about first two albums you ever bought. Although my brother pointed out recently that one of my first albums was Weird Al, maybe. Greatest Hits Weird Al. Wow. No wonder you're such a weirdo. Yeah. Santana, our generation also probably knows him best from... Um, his collaboration with Matchbox 20 lead singer Rob Thomas for Smooth. Not also on Supernatural. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, Supernatural is a recent album. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it, it also was an old one. also Maria Maria on it. Oh, okay. I thought it was like one of his old There's albums. There's like some dope songs on there, like Lauren Hill's on that album. Did he do Black Magic Woman? CeeLo Green is on that? Yeah. Okay. I will not be ending the epi- episode with- not on Supernatural. I know. It's old. I will not be ending the episode with Smooth because I've heard it enough times for a lifetime. That Dude, was like a summer yeah. anthem that just lasted forever. It's so good, though. Everyone likes that song. I did, but time it's has okay. passed. Maria Maria is better. Okay, if you say so. And he's name, drop, name dropped in it, so perfect. I know. But, also, he hmm. did a song with Michelle Branch. Yeah. Really? That's pretty good. Game of Love. Yes. Wow. Look at Miles. Pretty good. Things. Is this also on the album? No, that's no. the next one after did you, did you? I think it was on her album. Did you find out if he's Mexican? He is yeah, Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican-American. Okay, cool. So, Play something off Abraxas. Uh, you know what? Just email me. Sh- shoot me an email. No, I don't... Just, yeah. Are you serious? I won't remember what you're telling me. He's right, Californian. Do right now. He's Californian. Californian. He, uh, Californian. Him and his wife, who is a drummer, played the national anthem at a NBA Finals game, I think, a year or two ago. It's oh, pretty cool. dope. So anyway, Santana gets up and starts stretching. And at one point he starts uh, scratching his head. And I guess it's just kind of ape-like. And there's this super weird fisheye lens style shot of Stroheim laughing his fucking head off watching like a, this. Like a hy- hyena. 
Yeah, he's just like losing his mind. And then he goes, our Santana is quite the comedian, isn't he? And I'm like, he's just scratching his head, dude. It's probably <laughs> itchy after being underground for so many years. Um, and so we're watching him and there's kind of this debate going on where we're like, is he capable of thought? Is he like a human? And of course he is. Of course he is. Cause I didn't doubt it. Speedwagon ever. is worried about it. Speedwagon's like, is he, but is he capable of thought? And then he's like, of course not. And then he's like, Stroheim. He just whispers it. And they're like, what? He shouldn't have been able to hear us. How can he even hear my name? Um, and then does he start experimenting with anything, Santana, yet? Or is it only later that we find out? Oh, uh, oh, oh. At this point, uh, they bring out a, a prisoner who is an old man or was an old man. Uh, they gave him the mask. They turned him into a powerful vampire and they let him loose. And they hadn't fed him for a while, so he was hungry. And they let him loose with Santana. I guess to see a good show. Wanted to see them fight, I guess. I think they wanted to see, wanted to see yeah, and how they would interact since uh, Santana seemingly created the masks or is related to them. Yeah, and uh, the vampire basically loses really, really hard. Um, he goes to... Well, it doesn't see... Yeah, he goes to bite him, and, and it, it seems like, oh, It bites all the way through him. Yeah, and then they realize that he is not... He he is not really biting Santana, but Santana is absorbing the vampire into his body. Right, like he goes to bite him, but then his whole like mouth and head keep moving through Santana's body as though he's like liquid, and Santana is absorbing him. And then he uses his hands and actually forces him further into his body. And they've then noted that he's grown. And uh, I and think he goes get in my belly. That doesn't happen. And then Stroheim kind of... Stroheim's like, he, he only gained some weight because he ate. Yeah, he like brushes it off. Like, uh, it's already weird enough, dude, that this guy just absorbed another person. <laughs> just accept that something is fucking crazy. Yeah, and Stroheim's around- like, no, he, he, he looks good. He looks good. Yeah. Around here is where they ask if he's capable of thought. Um, wow, wow, wow. And I think, do we cut back and then forth? Do we, uh, have we been intercutting with, uh, with Joseph? Yeah, yeah. So you pretty much did all of the Joseph parts up until he like breaks into the facility. Yeah. Um, so now we're just gonna do all of the the rest of it. Yep. Because um, that's I think that's easier to memorize. Um, yeah. And then so we're back at the facility. Stroheim's behind his desk, and everyone's standing around. All the scientists and soldiers are like, "It was just a moment." They're like, "We just looked away for a second. And oh, by the way, wait. I think the vampire thing. The, the mask vampire that loses in two seconds. I think that's almost like to show the, the reader or the viewer, like this guy is way more powerful than Dio. Like remember the last yeah. guy that you thought was the most powerful thing ever? Yeah, he, this guy could just eat him. This guy just fucking, I mean, Dio was super smart and had time to develop his abilities like freezing and eye lasers and stuff. But this guy just went for the bite and paid the price. Oh, but before he disappears, he, he when they're questioning whether he's intelligent, he goes Stroheim. I said that. Oh shit! No one listens to me anymore. I was busy emailing you. Oh, that no, this was way before that. I was busy. It, it doesn't matter. Shut up. So all the soldiers and and scientists are like, I. It was only a second. We just looked away. Like you were watching. Everyone was watching. It was this nervous dude. Like he uh, he he's like nervously picks up his coffee, and Stroheim like uh, slaps it away, and it's like there's this is no time for refreshments. Yeah, um, which I thought was rude. He waited for him to bring the coffee all the way to his mouth. Like, it already clearly was rattling in his hand when he picks it up. But anyway. Um, I, I don't consider coffee a refreshment. Yeah, it dehydrates you. So. Yeah. Or Still, either way, it's a waste of coffee. 
It's a waste of perfectly good coffee. Maybe they got some local good Mexican coffee too, and he just fucked it up. Anyway, um, basically, (laughs) knowing them, they probably are not going to be like, let's be authentic to Mexican. They probably imported. No, I'm not saying they want to be authentic. I think that. Well, no, I'm saying they're they're Nazis. They imported German coffee. No, I don't think Germans think they're the best at everything. I don't think they're like we're the best coffee. They don't have coffee naturally growing in Germany. Okay, fine. Then that's a good point. Where in Europe? Where do white people get coffee? Probably Africa. Ethiopian coffee is very big. Mm. Well, writers, why uh, there listeners, be a, a, write in. It just like there's where, a strong, where do racists get their there's a strong coffee? coffee culture in Italy. Why wouldn't there also be a strong coffee very culture in Germany? Interesting. Um, I don't know, but that that still doesn't indicate where they get their beans. But my I guess it would still be a German brand. My assumption is they are racist, so they're not going to get things. That but it from, doesn't work like, that way. That's why they take over people. other countries. They want to take over resources and stuff. And so one resource would be food or coffee. You know right, what I mean? but it's produced by non-Aryans. Well, maybe they steal it. You know what I mean? They're not like keeping their local businesses afloat. Anyway, I don't think it's Mexican coffee that I'm they're drinking. I'm pretty sure it's Mexican coffee. It's some like shitty European coffee. Okay. Damn. Jackie shits on a whole continent. I don't know. Coffee doesn't grow at all in Europe. See? That's why it's shitty. Shitty European coffee. And there's no way they would import it. They would be like... there's no such thing as European coffee. (laughs) Right. I don't know, man. Because it doesn't exist. But there's European brands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then where do they get their beans? And then they brag about their whole process. From the colonies. That's why colonies exist. Right. I I believe uh, Finnish people are proud of their coffee. Maybe they got it from Finland. They're probably just proud of the way they brew it. You know what I mean? There's no way coffee grows in Finland. It's like a warm... Well, they are proud of it. Crop. Yeah, coffee is is from warm areas. Coffee is important in Finland. Yeah. I know that. It's important everywhere because... That's not true. Our work and labor cycle demands energy from us that we just can't naturally produce. I know this because over the last few weeks, I tried to quit coffee and I failed. Why did you do that? Because it creates a lot of stress that I don't need. But it also has health benefits. Not every country likes uh, or is big on coffee, though. I actually did a meta study uh, this past summer that found you're wrong in no. every country. No, I, I, our like Scottish and British listeners are going to be like, actually, we mostly drink tea. But secretly, though. But maybe they like coffee too. They, they like coffee. But like, I know that tea is bigger in some countries. You're abs- and, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, China, Russia, yeah, right? They love tea. Asia. Asia loves tea. The UK and and uh, Ireland, do they like tea? I don't know. I don't know. Probably India. Probably India, yeah. India does tea and coffee, I think, though. But co- yeah, they do coffee as well, I believe. Anyway. Just it, drink coffee. It, it's cool. Coffee. It's good if you really want to go to the bathroom um, anyway and <laughs> want your breath to stink. And wake up. And wake up and actually get stuff the done. The best part and of And feel a little up. happy. It makes me feel a little happy. Aw. Uh, it, it is a stimulant <laughs> stimulant i had like three days off in a row a few weekends ago and i was telling you that i was like i can't get anything done and then i just like had half a cup of coffee and started editing the podcast and i was like things are great <laughs> i was just like fine with stuff and i was like this was the key i had to go back on drugs caffeine drugs um this Yay. episode is sponsored by drugs. Illy, Illy coffee it's fine who knows where it comes from Illy. Illy. It's I L L Y. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. What is that? It's a it's brand so, of coffee. It's a brand of coffee. Oh, they, why? Why did you pick that brand? Um, I just thought of something that's readily available in America. Oh, okay. I mean, I could have said Folgers or something, but you know, it's from Turkey. 
Oh, you're fond of Turkey. Oh, that's another place you've been. Although Turkey is kind of in Asia, right? It's got a foot in both continents, my friend. Yeah, it's one of the few that's on both, right? The other one would be Russia. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. They're really not separate continents. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. they're the Eurasian continent. Yeah. You're not wrong. Anyway, I mean, I don't know what the tectonic plate situation is. It's more of, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Uh, (laughs) So... Maps anyway, are biased. They, they've lost where this fucking guy has gone. Um, you know, they had him contained. Also, by the way, Santana is all the way nude except for like a banana hammock, like sling loincloth. He's got big flowing black hair and a little blue, I think, like thing under his left eye, like a sort of semicircle. It's pretty. It looks almost like part of a gear under his eye. Um, so that's what he looks like. That's what they're looking for. And then eventually they're like, we have the surveillance tape ready to figure out where the fuck he went. And they play the surveillance tape, which somehow has like multiple angles and has been edited. <laughs> yeah. Somebody shot, shot and I don't and understand it. why they're like, where did he go? when somebody was clearly just filming him. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. Well, I guess they had like multiple cameras, but they were all automated and they played the tape back. Yeah. I was wrong. Ili's Italian and they get their beans from Brazil. Why did Guatemala, you say they were Turkish? Because I, I don't know. I just saw something that said Turkey. You fucking idiot. I'm stupid. So stupid. That's your country. You should have known that. And I brought up this whole anecdote about you going to Turkey for no reason. It's not his country. Yeah, I'm, I'm full-blooded Italian. <laughs> he owns it. Yeah. He's the last one left. Everyone <laughs> else has been... Uh, what? What? Anyway. What? <laughs> nothing. Uh, <clears throat> so they, they look at the video and it turns out that Santana was looking around the container that he's in and he just does this crazy thing where he jumps twists his torso we see him put his, his hands face. up and his hands twist and then his face makes the dumbest face which might be this episode screen cap i'm thinking about it because it's pretty fucking good you're not gonna use our new art um i don't know if it'll all be ready by then but i might oh um and he somehow just shrinks himself very flat and thin kind of like a like a house mouse he's like gumby yeah and he just f- goes into a vent that by the way jojo trope coming up uh, is very thin, and Stroheim states that it is 4 by 20 centimeters, which is, like I said, a JoJo trope of characters knowing exactly how things are measured. Wait, I thought it was a joke, because 420, no, and everyone it's in not a JoJo trope. blazes all day. Blazes it up. <laughs> no, just because characters do that all the time. And and we know Araki does that, too. In in one of the um, Tonkobone commentaries, he's like, a ladybug was getting in a 3 cent- centimeter gap. And I'm like, that's who does it. Do you yeah. think he's just, like, he just has an eye for that stuff? Like, he can just look at, like, me and go like, oh, you're this many centimeters yeah, tall. Yeah, I think he does that and measures angles. He's got dis- the gift. There's a character later who measures distance by footsteps, I think by footsteps, like, perfectly. Um, cool. It's cool. Um, for a nerd. So they realize that Santana is in the ventilation system and uh, Speedwagon volunteers that he might be in the, the basement system. But then they're like, well, he said your name, Stroheim, and he might have heard you through the vents in this room. And there's a soldier near the vents and he's commanded like, hey, get away from those vents. They're dangerous. Do you know stares. what he does? Yeah. He gets closer to the vent and looks inside it. Yep. Right. <laughs> and we see two blue glowing eyes that like, quickly shine in the darkness and then santana leaps out of the vents into this squeezes guy's through it squeezes out through it and jumps into the guy into his fucking face jumps th- into his eyes through his eyes yeah jumps into his body going through his eyes and then the guy teeters it around is scary the guy like kind of it is scary 
wobbles around on his feet and he's like it's so dark which is like shouldn't he be screaming in pain like am i to believe this didn't hurt maybe it feels good oh it feels good maybe it's his fetish yeah um so he's wandering around like it's dark what don't leave me alone and again this is where i started to feel bad for him and then i was like he's a nazi he's a nazi he's a nazi <laughs> um he might have been the guy that fed all the prisoners he to did the- not see that coming <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> mark found that funny He's so ashamed of himself. I put my head in my hand. I felt I felt bad about finding that. Is is very good, but you're stupid. I didn't think it was good. Wow. I mean, it's probably been done before, but not to me. Anyway, the guy teeters around, and then for a minute, it looks like he's going to explode because you see all this bulging in his body. But then what happens is he just like gets really fat, like he's like expanded a little bit. All his clothes like break off, and he's just like still the soldier's like outer body but he's just expanded and now he has a dumb voice by the way yeah but i assume that's for comedy but maybe it's his vocal cords i don't know his voice changed yeah he becomes a man and then i think that the voice we hear from then on at least is from the perspective of santana that yeah. he's talking still through the guy's voice though although it's fucked up now and at one point he points at them because they all have their guns pointed at him and he points his finger at them and they're like is he trying to make a gun and then stroheim's like no you know what just like he said my name he's just mindlessly aping our actions like he still wants to believe this santana creature is like an animal and doesn't understand how to think and that he's just like you have guns i put my hand up like a gun but what ends up happening? so they all shoot their bullets at santana or santana inside this fat soldier and a lot of bullets hit him, and then he falls down on the ground. None of them hesitate. They're not like, but that's Jimmy. We've known each other yeah. for years. That's a good soldier. Shoot Jimmy. Um, and he says at one point that tickles, which is weird, because that feels out of character for Santana and for this possessed soldier. Yeah. Although at one point the soldier says this feels good, so maybe it is still him possessed. Um, he falls down on the ground, but then just gets back up. And then he puts his finger gun out again. And he goes, bang, bang. And the, the, the soldier's skin part of the finger falls off. And so we just see Santana's real hand uh, kind of emerging from it. And he fires a bullet out of it. And they're like, he absorbed the bullets from us and is now shooting them. And then he just uh, shoots everyone dead. But not before Joseph has somehow gotten into the room as a soldier. He says, yare, yare. He does. Well, yeah, in a minute. He hasn't hidden his hair. His hair is still very Joseph Joestar. But he goes up to uh, Speedwagon and he's like, you should really get out of here, old man. Like, this is going to get bad. And Speedwagon, stubborn as ever, I guess, goes, I'm not going to listen to a German soldier. And I was like, I think he's right. I think this is like a universal thing. You could trust anybody's advice. Just get out of here. Like, this guy just shot a bullet out of his hand. Like, fucking Gino in Mario RPG. You can leave. But then he's like, ah, you're so stubborn. And he says, yeah, yada, yada, that. And... Then I think... uh, That's a throw forward. Well, no. Jonathan says yada yada at one point. Oh, yeah. So it's a a Joestar thing to yada yada. It's just uh, Jotaro ruined it. Because he he, he burned it out? He played it I don't think he did it too much. I think it's fine. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't think he did it too much. Seriously, like when we watched the OVA recently and and when we watched the anime last year, I was like, oh, he doesn't say it all that much. He says it like almost every episode. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I felt like he wore it out. Let's do a count and he does not say it that much. Like he says it more than like anyone else would. I mean. 
it's a catchphrase for him. For it's, everybody else, it's just a thing that they say. It's not. It's it's because he's always annoyed by people, so he's just always like, Bleh. I don't know. I feel That's like he says thing. it a ton. He doesn't say. He doesn't say that much. I think it's just the right does. amount. Um. Anyway, so now uh, Santana shot everybody, all the Nazis and shit. Uh, but Joseph goes to Stroheim and he's like, let me borrow some of your hair. And he just grabs his guile-like hair and Stroheim's like, hey, you're assaulting an officer because he still thinks that this is a Nazi soldier somehow. And uh, Joseph rips out a handful or two of Stroheim's hair and goes, uh, Hamon hair attack. And all the hair in his hand becomes like Hamoni electrified and it's straight. And then he goes barrier up and he throws all these hairs in the air and they somehow deflect all the bullets that should have that should have uh, hit him. Um, Why does he use a hair attack? He could use he he could use anything like anything because there's a lot of hair, I guess. Well, there's there's living material like but he doesn't need living material. He can pretty much hum on anything. What about a Coke bottle? You think he could have just held like an army jacket up like one of their jackets? He could have poured out some more coffee. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You could have hamon the coffee. Like what are all the I st- I don't get what you're saying that it has to be living material, but I don't think that's a rule. It conducts it conducts better through living material. All right. Okay. It has to be things that conduct water. Even though I still don't understand how he punched Jack the Ripper so badly through that rock wall in that cave when oh. he was a zombie, I still don't get that. So the hamon went through the tequila and not the cork. Yeah. Okay. Just like I went through the Coke and not the bottle cap, yeah. Um, I don't know how it gets into the tequila. I guess it seeps, whatever. It's not a perfect seal, let's say. Uh, <laughs> so he's got all this hair, and then Come he... Come on. Then like a, well, it's like, it's like when you punch the frog and the... Uh, stoned breaks. Yeah. It but go, you goes can go, you through can, things? It can go through or past things. But it goes th- uh, past the frog because the frog is covered in water. Yeah, I guess the I guess the cork could have water in it in the tequila. No, well, I think that it was he has so much the frog situation. He had so much control over his hormone powers that he it was able to go. Yeah, n- and not bother the frog. There is still no explanation yes. for him punching Jack the Ripper, though. I just don't get that. He has the wine. He knows, therefore, that Jack the Ripper is on the other side of the rock wall, and then he somehow destroys him. Don't get it. Just magical bullshit. Um, don't, no, stands are magical bullshit, according to a Reddit user, which they definitely become. Hamon, I think, makes a lot more sense than, it's, than yeah, stands. It's still magical bullshit, because you know, there's is. times where they're like, it goes through metal, and we can make leaves into big leaf and stuff. Um, it just, it's weird that it goes through metal. It's not, it, it isn't electricity, okay? Because he hits him with a Tommy gun and hamons it, which I guess is the metal components being hamoned. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hair also hair also hair was living you know you pull it it's living the leaves were dead but they were they used to be alive um he then turns and holds up a hair and says to uh colonel or whatever stroheim he says you should really use moisturizer uh on your hair which i thought was funny that'll keep it's it rude you think it's rude no i don't know he's criticizing his hair but fuck stroheim oh so. shit we fucking forgot something very important what no we didn't when joseph delivers a huge kick to the two guards they yell, oh, tacos, when they get hit. <sighs> that is that is important. Funny. It's so weird. That is really weird, but I love it. It's pretty funny. Um, anyway, so love he, tacos, he tells Stroheim that he needs to uh, condition. And does Santana say something to him as the episode ends? Because the episode's about to end. I don't remember. Uh, no, 
no, I don't think so. I think he says, um, dong, pring. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from his mouth. Oh, some uh, uh, on the wiki, and I didn't quite believe it because it was just listed as a trivia item with no citation. It said, the beginning of the music that plays when Joseph does Hummel and Hair Attack sounds like the intro to Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes, and it definitely does. It goes like, Oh, nice. You know that song, right? Yeah. And it, it's it's true. You're much better than a... Is that how it goes? Owner of a broken heart. I only know, move yourself. You always live your life. Um, Jackie, what are you doing? I'm just drawn. I'm just drawn. It could be you. Uh, it could be. Oh, could be. Could not be. <laughs> um, so that is pretty much the end of the episode. Um, Let's look at some trivia and some commentary by the uh, people that worked on it. David. Oh, by the way, when Joseph takes off his coat to, to uh, go to fight Santana, he shows that he has the star birthmark. Um, and they also show Jonathan have the star birthmark. But the star birthmark wasn't invented until part three. So it's sort of like a retcon. What? Oh, here's a fun one. From the manga removed, the scene where Joseph beats up some Mexicans is removed from the anime. I assume there's more to that context <laughs> than Joseph just beats up some Mexicans. Um, anyway. <laughs> just because. Jackie, would you like to read this commentary? Sure. <clears throat> this is also by Naokatsutsuda. This is the taco episode laughs this story itself doesn't really move forward since it's mainly about santana slaughtering the german army but a lot of stuff is worth seeing notably joseph distinguished or joseph disguising as a woman in and oh so crazy scene he's walking up with he's walking with an up and down motion a little like a character from an old video game what what old video game? I have no idea. Up and down motion, maybe... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you find out uh, Fabulous Stroheim's famed shouts in episode 11, laughs. He <laughs> <laughs> He's voiced by Atsushi Imaro, Imaro, Imaruoko. It says it that many times. Imaruoka. <laughs> Atsushi Imaroka, who gave everything at work, just like the rest of the cast. So, like, why even mention it? Yeah, it's like he complimented him, <laughs> and then was like, but everyone else is good. Yeah. The recording sessions are, as always, vivacious. He is in the air duct. A good notable animation sequence, the time when the German soldier possessed by Santana gets shot. Mm, it's pretty smooth. Globally, episode 12 works because of the diversity of the cast's personalities. Everything ties together well. For the physical release, I can't read. For the physical releases, we had to remake several plans so that the experience would be different than that of the TV broadcast. And that's it? That is it. Did he doesn't say what those changes were? Uh, no. Well, whatever. Which which uh, version did we get? Did we get the TV broadcast? Well, or the, we're watching or the Blue Ray. I believe the Crunchyroll now is based on the home releases. Um, there's not as much censorship. 
But yeah. yeah. Hey, so if you had thoughts on the episode you wanted to share, answer any of our questions about coffee or where there's German stuff in Mexico or how big it is or anything. If you want to just talk about JoJo's, you can email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can tweet to us at jjbpod. You can leave a SoundCloud comment, but you don't have to. It's not that big a deal. Also, we have posts on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Stardust Crusaders. If you find uh, the JoJo's Bizarre Podcast posts there by user jjbpod, please upvote them. That's really nice. And you can rate us five stars on Reddit. I am done. No, 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 no. Did I say five stars on Reddit? Yeah. You can rate us five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thank you. We got a new rating uh, within the last few weeks. Is it five stars? Uh, I believe so, because we're still uh, at a five-star rating with 14 uh, ratings. Despite, yes! Despite getting one or two lower ones, I don't appreciate. Uh, those people have been hunted down and neutralized. Look, so. you're entitled to feel how you feel. They nope, don't listen anymore. Not true. Whoever those people are don't listen anymore. Nope. Because they can't hear anything anymore, Jackie. Six feet underground. True. Happy one-year anniversary to us. Oh, fuck. It's our one-year anniversary. We've been I know, I just said that. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm realizing it to myself. Okay, Mark, well... It doesn't count if Mark, uh, unless Mark says it. Uh, uh, okay. Not true. Well, go ahead and say it then. No, you said it. It's fine. Okay, happy I'm, anniversary. I'm being mean. I'm sorry. Yep. No, it's fine. We also... <laughs> We also hit 50 episodes, although technically this is going to be our 52nd episode if we include episode zero, but I didn't really care to celebrate the 50th episode because it's confusing because it's technically episode 49 and let's just call it a year because our first episode came out November 24th, 2016, and uh, we're about to pass that. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And I want to say that I am thankful for everyone who listens. Me uh, too. And subscribes and has kept us going because it's been really, really fun to do this podcast. And it's reminded me how much I love JoJo's and it's gotten me back into it. So I've been reading JoJolion. And so I'm thankful for JoJo and I'm thankful for all of y'all. Thankful for Araki. Thankful for everybody else on this podcast uh, yes i'm thankful for the two people at this table with me i'm Yay. thankful for uh that that you edit and do everything and and not me and jackie oh i will need money from you for the artwork by the way uh, oh i don't have it oh <laughs> anyway um even if you don't have thanksgiving in your country take a moment to stop and say what am i thankful for and it's then true. Uh, gratitude uh is a good driver of happiness Oh. I think Joseph is thankful for Edina Obachan. Yes, as he should be. True. Good point. And his Hamon powers, probably. Yeah. Thanks and for his, nothing, Dad. And his rockin' bod. <laughs> he does have rockin' bod, especially <laughs> when he's got fake breasts uh, stuffed for those soldiers. Wow, what a waste of time that was, huh? Not the episode. I mean, him, oh, yeah, him getting all dressed been, up. Yeah, it must have been very disappointing. Did he him. have to like beat up a woman to take her clothes? Yeah, probably. Whoa. I anyway, shopping. I ruined the sentimental uh, nature of the ending. Everyone have a great week or great holiday, whatever the hell you do. Well, there, it's. aren't you going to edit this after the holiday? It's going to be released on the Sunday yes, after the Yes, this holiday. will come out after the holiday. So I hope your holiday was great, everyone. I hope you had a great holiday. In the past, in the future, in the where, past. In the future where the past yeah, has have occurred. A great holiday. Have a great Thanksgiving next year. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Thanksgiving 2018. Bye. Ow. That, no. I hope you Bye. voted. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you 
going to say that every episode. Hey, Merry Christmas of Merry Christmas 2020. And uh, I love those aliens that visited us. Oh,